0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in the second half of of John 14 and we'll be going through and really focusing on the Holy Spirit, the Comforter and the Advocate that is being given to us as Christ leaves, will eventually leave this world. And uh, anyway, so with that, let's just go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Holy Father, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for all that you've done. I'm grateful for who you are, that you care about us. You made us. You died for us. And then you gave us your spirit to live in us and to comfort us and provide wisdom and guidance for how to live. I just pray for this time as we read. I pray that our spirits would be open, that you would speak to us. It'd be your words, your message that is heard. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I wanted to real quick go through, um, before we start reading the scripture, something that, that uh, Charles Spurgeon wrote, and he wrote it when he's just covering off on John 14 uh, verses 16 and 17. So two simple verses, no, I'm, let me rephrase that, two verses, and he wrote as he was preparing his sermon. And this is what he said. He said, Old John Newton once said that there were some books which he could not read. They were good and sound enough, but said he, They are books of half pence. You have to take so much in quantity before you have any value. There are other books of silver and others of gold. But I have one book that is a book of banknotes, and every leaf is a banknote of immense value. So I found with this text that I had a banknote of so large a sum that I could not tell it out all this morning. I should have to keep you several hours before I could unfold to you the whole value of this precious promise, one that, one of the last which Christ gave his people. So he actually did. He, he had um, a sermon that night, and it was also on the rest of... It was on other parts of the, uh, the, the um, message. So anyways... Just with that, I thought it'd be interesting because being here in in this part of the, uh, the, the chapter, it really is a critical and it's very important to us as believers. It's a promise made to us of the Holy Spirit. So let me just start reading verse 15. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. So it's interesting in this part, just where he talks about another advocate, meaning that Christ was his th- their advocate on earth while he was on earth. But since he will be leaving, he's going to send another advocate, which would indicate that this is a separate person and the spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit is a person. Um. Anyway, so verse uh, 17, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. So they were living with Christ and now he's going to go away, but he's going to live with in them and continue living with them. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So, all of this to indicate that God the Father, Jesus, and this Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, are all one, yet separate. But they all will wind up living. The Holy Spirit, which will be God and Jesus, will live within us as a separate entity. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? And And Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them. Whoops. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love with, does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. So again, he talks about we will live with them and we will be in them. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all these things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. <clears throat> Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you, give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. You heard me say I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you before I, I'm sorry, I have told you now, before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. So, there's just a ton in here, right? And Spurgeon spent two sermons just on two two verses. But what I will share with you in the readings real quick, is because I, I went through his sermon or a, a lot of it and tried to cliff note it down and there just <laughs> there just isn't enough time. But with that, one of the points that he makes is the Holy Spirit is truly and actually a person, that he is a subsistence, an existence, or as we Trinitarians usually say, one person in, in the essence of the Godhead. But he also then says, but when I come to deal with the Holy Ghost, his operations are so mysterious, his doings are so secret, his acts are so removed from everything that is of sense and of the body that I can so, cannot so easily get the idea of his being a person. But a person, he is. God the Holy Ghost not, is not an influence, an emanation, a stream of something flowing from the Father, but he is mu- as much as an actual person as either God the Son or God the Father. See, so often we think about or I think about him being the Holy Spirit being some sort of, like you said, something emanating or flowing from God. But the reality is he's a separate being. He's a separate person. And I wonder what that, why that is that I struggle with Accepting that the Holy Spirit is a being, is a person. like As much as Jesus is and as God is, God the Father is. So I started praying a little bit about it and trying to figure figure it out. And one of the things I read from Tozer was, As we begin to focus upon God, the things of the Spirit will take shape before our inner eyes. Obedience to the word of Christ will bring an inward revelation of the Godhead. So that's part of this journey, right, that we're on. Why I read every day, why I pray every day and throughout the day is because I want to know more and I need that inward revelation. It will give acute perception enabling us to see God even as is promised to the pure in heart. A new God consciousness will seize upon us and we shall begin to taste and hear and inwardly feel God, who is our life and our all. There will be seen the constant shining of the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. More and more as our faculties grow sharper and more sure, God will become to us the great all and his presence the glory and wonder of our lives. So the more that we learn, the more that we Reflect upon him, and we get closer to God, the more we'll understand of him and his being so then I started debating or wondering, pondering, why do I struggle with the Holy Spirit being you know a person like God the father and and Jesus, and I really started to think about that and pray about it, and it's because if he's a a person and not just a flowing energy that does stuff, then, and he's living in me, then he belongs on a throne inside of me. But right within me, I sit on my own throne internally. I am the master of my castle. Or so I think. And If the Holy Spirit, if, you know, if Jesus was, you know, there, he belongs on the throne. But if this Holy Spirit, which is just a spirit and just kind of floats around and does stuff, then he's just a floating thing. But if he's a being, if he's really a being, a person, a true part of the Trinity, then the Holy Spirit belongs on the throne. And I have to get off mine. And that's where my challenge is. And that's what I what I struggle with every day is submitting to him and putting him up on that throne. And that's that's ultimately at the end of the day what I have to I have to grow to. And when I think about the apostles, I think of Paul. Well, Paul had truly submitted and put the Holy Spirit on his throne. And that's where when the when Jesus says, you can ask these things in my name. And it will be done. Well, if the Holy Spirit's on his throne, then you're only going to ask what is appropriate and is right for God's purpose, not mine. So my struggle continues to be the submission and the recognition of who God is and putting him on the throne inside of me and dying to myself. And that's ultimately, I think, why it's easy for me to think of uh, the Holy Spirit as a, as a flowing source of energy or whatever it might be rather than the third person in the trinity so anyways that's that's really where i'm at and what i was taking out of all this i thank you for your time and i thank you for being part of this and let's just close up with a quick prayer father i thank you i thank you for the many blessings and for the, the your word and your teachings i just pray that it would go out to everyone And that you would be the one who has spoken here. And that whatever message is necessary and should be heard by each person, I just pray you watch over them and that it would be delivered to them. That their hearts and their spirits would be open, And that you would be the the message. Your word would be the message. I thank you and I just pray for this upcoming week that we would do your will. And I'm grateful for all that you've done. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.